Hello and welcome to the Headlines Podcast presented by the Coast News Group. It is Wednesday, December 30th. I am Ryan Wolt and this is the very last Headlines North County San Diego News Recap of 2020. This show is sponsored by Casa de Bandini at the Forum in Carlsbad. The Coast News and Casa de Bandini are teaming up to give away $50 gift cards for some great food and drink. Just follow at Coast News on Instagram and then like, share, and tag a friend or a dozen friends as soon as you see the Casa de Bandini giveaway post in your feed. At the time of this recording, San Diego County is reporting an adjusted COVID-19 case rate that just keeps jumping higher than the week before, rising from 36.3 to 38.1. As a reminder to move to a less restrictive tier, the case rate needs to drop below 7. For the ongoing record and at the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported a total of 150,064 confirmed COVID-19 cases since the outbreak began in February. That is just under 18,000 new cases in the past week. 124 additional deaths directly attributed to COVID-19 have been reported since last Wednesday for a total of 1,435. That's an average of more than 17 per day and our rolling positivity rate is at 12.2%. The state still lists Southern California's ICU capacity at 0%, even when beds may become physically available in some hospitals. A strain on the health system has created a shortage of trained staff to help aid the patients in those beds. COVID-19 patients have made up more than half of the total ICU population in San Diego County since mid-December, which was the first time that had happened since the start of the pandemic. The state of California has announced that the regional stay-at-home order will be extended. It was originally set for three weeks, meaning it would have expired Tuesday the 29th if ICU capacity projections had hit the target of 15% or more. Moving forward, the state will continue to monitor the four-week ICU capacity projections to determine when this version of the stay-at-home order will end. After weeks of public disagreement and controversy, San Dieguito Union High School District students, teachers, and faculty will not return to campuses on January 5th. The district's Board of Trustees voted to settle a lawsuit with the California Teachers Association and San Dieguito Faculty Association, rescinding a previously approved plan which invited all 13,000 students to return to campuses as early as January 26, 2021. As a consequence of the settlement, All five school board trustees voted to rescind the recently approved expanded school reopening resolution, and the schools will maintain their current distance learning and in-person small cohort instruction through January 26th. As further agreed upon in the settlement, the district pledged to implement zero changes to general in-person instruction on its campuses until at least January 27th. Accordingly, any small cohort group learning already taking place, including in-person instruction for English language learners, special education and assistance students will continue as normal. Elsewhere in school reopening news, the Escondido Union High School District announced that they are postponing a blended learning option that includes in-person classes until later in the spring semester due to the significant countywide surge in COVID-19 cases. The district said they will offer two online learning options for the upcoming semester through the first grading period, but may return to campus later in the spring depending on the county's COVID-19 status. All students at EUHSD are currently taking classes virtually, though the district had also begun allowing small cohorts, including special education students and English learners, 
to return to campus back in September. And a memorandum of understanding between the Carlsbad Unified School District and the Carlsbad Unified Teachers Association has set January 25th as the day Carlsbad students will return to school. Previously, the CUTA had agreed to return on January 5th, but one reason for the delay is that not every classroom has been, or can be, outfitted with the appropriate air filters. The announcement was posted on the district website, but a parent group, the Families for Opening Carlsbad Schools, may file a lawsuit in an attempt to force reopening at the earlier date. And in Delmar, a judge temporarily halted the Delmar School District's plan to rebuild an elementary school and ordered the district to reevaluate certain aspects of its project. Since 2019, the district has been planning to demolish and rebuild its 61-year-old Delmar Heights K-6 campus using Measure MM bonds approved in 2018. The district intends to construct one-story facilities and in an expanded parking lot with a new drop-off pickup lane included on part of the existing playing field, which would reduce the field size. A group of residents formed a nonprofit called Save the Field and brought forth a litany of complaints against it. Judge Joel Wolfiel of the San Diego County Superior Court dismissed most of those complaints, including those related to field size, but he did side with Save the Field on three counts, agreeing that the district failed to adequately study how to mitigate potential construction noise, added traffic to an adjacent residential street, and the potential environmental impacts to the coastal habitat. As the city of Oceanside continues its search for their next police chief, a police captain who has worked as an officer for 26 years has been chosen to temporarily hold the title. Police Captain Manuel Fred Armijo has been named interim police chief while the search continues. An Oceanside native, Armijo graduated from Oceanside High School and worked as a lifeguard for the city for four years before he joined the police department in 1994. Since then, he has climbed the ranks from sergeant to lieutenant and finally police captain in 2011. As captain, Armijo directed support operations, investigations, and patrol divisions of the police department. A new California law called Bella's Act is taking effect on January 1, 2021. The law completely prohibits the retail sale of dogs, cats, and rabbits in California. The legislation aims to end the practice of selling animals who have been bred and raised in unhealthy, inhumane conditions in out-of-state puppy mills. The San Diego Humane Society sponsored the bill AB 2152, which was written by California State Assemblyman, now Mayor of San Diego, Todd Gloria, to crack down on the illicit puppy mill industry that supplies pet stores in California. Bella's act was named for Bella, a corgi who was bred in one of these puppy mills, then advertised as a rescue dog in a San Diego pet store and sold for thousands of dollars. This was billed as her adoption fee. During her puppy mill experience, Bella was declawed and developed a severe case of bronchitis. It cost her new owner thousands of dollars in prolonged veterinary care to get her healthy again. Nearly 15 years ago, two local women set out to change the city of Carlsbad, but instead they had a global impact when they launched Kids for Peace, a nonprofit committed to bringing peace, happiness, and gratitude to children across the globe. Kids for Peace is gearing up for its 10th annual Great Kindness Challenge, dubbed Linked by Love and part of their Kindness Unites campaign. Kids for Peace is receiving links of recycled or reused paper to connect into a paper chain stretching 110 miles. When Jill McManigal and Danielle Graham created the concept for Kids for Peace in 2006, their goal was to focus on local children by showcasing their acts of kindness. In their first year, the nonprofit started in three Carlsbad Elementary schools, Jefferson, Hope, and Kelly. 
the reaction was so overwhelming that by the second year, the organization expanded to more than 260 schools nationwide. Now, Kids for Peace reaches more than 15 million children in 148 chapters across 121 countries. Kids for Peace's Linked by Love paper chain will be unveiled in the spring or when it's safe for gatherings due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Kids and adults can send paper links to the nonprofit to be included in the chain. Details can be found at thegreatkindnesschallenge.com. Finally, we'd like to shout out Sage Creek High School senior 17-year-old Isabella Neems, who is on a mission to make the holiday season a little brighter for those less fortunate. The senior was recently named one of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce's Rising Stars for her Homeless Care Packages project. For the past several weeks, Isabella, her family, and several other students have raised money to build care packages consisting of masks, deodorant, toothbrushes, blankets, feminine hygiene products, and other essential items, and then deliver them to the homeless. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Brote, Jay Paris, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tegas Lane, whose stories we recap every week. You can find all of their stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of The Coast Newspaper. You can find them all over North County. Don't forget to follow at Coast News and at Casa de Bandini on Instagram for a chance to win a $50 gift card for some delicious local Mexican food. And if you like this show and want to hear more podcasts from The Coast News, please consider supporting our programming and independent journalism by becoming a monthly supporter. Click the support link on thecoastnews.com podcast directory. You can find links in the show's notes. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing this show. Those ratings and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, really help listeners find a hyper-local show like this one. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. Happy holidays. We will be back next year with your local news headlines. Headlines.